millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Sanka danka winka da manka Hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank The show where we come up with five sketch ideas Yeah And I'm Alistair George William Chomley Birchall And I'm Andy 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 Matthews Genuinely didn't know what I was going to say then. Yeah. Even though I knew it was going to be my name, wasn't at all confident with how it was going to come out. Oh, of course. I was caught up in you saying your name and I enjoyed it so much. I thought oh. maybe I'll say that name for a change. But, but also something, you know, pure improv like that, mm. you know, like having to yeah. come up with what you're going to say next <laughs> can be hard. It can be. But it's, it's amazing. Make up a name right now. Okay. Garlic Noma. Yeah. You see, you can't, it can't be done. Okay. You come up with a name right now. <laughs> Rombator <laughs> Sifnad. Yeah. Rombator Sifnad. <laughs> um, come up with a name of a building. Uh, Grofna. <laughs> Grofna Tower. Tower. So you add tower on the end of anything, it sounds legitimate yeah. all of a sudden. Exactly. Well, I found even towers. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah. Is that the plural of tower? No, I'm not sure. Or I is think it, it might be its own word. Tower-i. Tower-i. Do you think that the discussion of what the plural of various things is... Yeah. Is... Like, What's the plural of discussing the plural of things? Is it discussioni? <laughs> I think... I think, right... Someone, you know, people are always doing a study and they're mm-hmm. working out, like, what is the cost of the economy annually mm-hmm. of people fucking getting a cold yeah. or people getting stuck in elevators or mm-hmm. something like that. And there's always, like, $7 trillion from people getting stuck in elevators. And you're like, oh, that's high because numbers add up, mm. right? That's one of the things about yeah, numbers. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, add yeah. up. That's right. right? But then what mm. has, it, has anybody looked into yeah. the cost annually, like how much productivity is wasted, where people correcting each other on the plural of various words, mm. right? And ultimately it comes back to, like every time you look it up in the dictionary or something, if the plural of platypus, mm. they're like, well, actually, um, platypi isn't correct. Uh, technically, platypodes yeah. would be correct. Platy. But uh, but uh, the convention uh, follows what is most commonly in parlance, yeah. which is platypuses. Yeah. So you're like, all oh, right, so... You know, they wasted my time in the mm-hmm. conversation, my time looking this up now. They wasted your time writing that entry in the dictionary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? What, what do you reckon that is per year? Right? At it's got to be up there with traffic accidents or dementia. Yeah, dementia does take, you know, take its toll, but then not to the same extent, you know. Mm. As, um, look, yeah, I'm going to say it's up there. Yeah. Yeah. Unnecessarily um, plural. Unnecessary plural. Conversations. Do you think that's a, that's a there's a sketch in there? Yeah, and this. I is, mean, how do you feel? Yeah, you know what I think. It's, you know, it's up there. Like, uh, like, okay, here's a way to put this into a sketch. Yeah. Right at the start of the year, 
at a, at a, at an office, right? Uh, they get a consultant in mm-hmm. who tries to tell them how they're going to streamline things. Mm-hmm. And he he's done the calculations and he's worked out these are the kinds of things that cost a lot of time in mm. in the business and people correcting each other on their plurals is is that's not going to yeah. be we're not we're not going to do that in the business anymore. He says we're just going to use s's. Yeah, yeah, s is a pretty good format. Just streamlined the plurals. It's like this thing that you, you know apparently they've worked out they've done studies that if you eliminate right turns entirely. And you just make everyone do left turns, right? And even if they want to turn right, they just do left turns all the way around the block mm. until they're going the way that they want to go. Mm. That saves time. You're actually yeah, right. better off exclusively everyone just doing left turns yeah. than you are... I did uh, that a fair bit, actually. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, just I, I, I hate... refuse to implement it, even though I know it's a thing. Well, I... I, hate... I heard it one time. I mean, look, it, right now it doesn't save time, I don't think. I think maybe if everybody was doing it all the time, yeah, maybe right. that would save time. Uh-huh. But because I think all those lineups of people waiting mm. to turn right, and mm. I guess in the U.S. it would be wait, people waiting to turn left. It would be is that the I end? guess so. Yeah. Or do you think? Ah, <laughs> oh, the study was probably down in the U.S. and it was actually it's better if everyone turns left. You know, even though it means going across traffic, waiting ages. <laughs> even if you want to turn right, it's just a quick single little turn there. No, it's no. crazy. It doesn't seem like it would make sense. Yeah. But if everyone waits and then goes uh, mm-hmm. left and then goes all the way around the block waiting yeah. every single time, yeah, you wouldn't think it works out, but it does. Is there some places you couldn't get if you just turned left? I th- this is interesting to me. <laughs> this is very interesting. I reckon we could prove this using, like, N-dimensional maths. Yeah. Okay? Maybe not in this physical reality, but we could invent one. Yeah. Like, you could... <laughs> I mean, there might be a couple of places. Can you invent... Like, like you you can have planes, right? <laughs> uh, which is like a plane where, like, there's only two dimensions mm. or whatever like that. I want to know... Uh, f- fuck dimensions. I'm not yeah. interested in dimensions anymore. I'm interested in directions. Mm-hmm. I want a reality where there's only two directions, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's probably just a two-dimensional plane again, isn't it? <laughs> no. Forward and left. <laughs> there's no right. There's only there's two no directions. Right. There's not a full. There's not a full dimension there. There's no back. Yeah. C- could this be a thing? I think. I but think. I think I've invented a thing. Is it like? I guess you know, like those those sort of um, <laughs> those bridges, <laughs> those those like rope bridges when you cut off the back of them. Yes. You know, and it starts to fall and you're yeah, running. you're running. So there's only, let's say it was quite wide. Okay. And you could go forward mm. and a little bit left. Uh, yep. Because, yeah. <laughs> you, well, you've cut off one side <coughs> as well. And as, right? So it's yeah. falling that and way. So as, as well. it's falling, as you're running, it's falling. So there's, you can't go backwards. Cause no, because there's possible. crocodiles down there. Well, backwards is into empty space. Yeah. And crocodiles, which is, you know. Yeah, but we're talking about the plane... The plane of the is collapsing. The, yeah, of the uh, of the actual. It's really, I think, Alistair, you've you've absolutely cracked it, right? Mm-hmm. It's a half dimensional. It's plane. A di- it's well, it's it's a dimensional construct mm. that is changing. The parameters of the dimension are changing. Like, why does a, the parameters of a dimension have to be fixed? No, okay? it doesn't have to. Like, if the dimension itself is evolving, yeah. then that is possible that there will be. It's becoming a blastoise. It's evolving. I'm sorry, it's becoming a Blastoise. You know, Squirtle, then the other one, then Blastoise. Sure, it's evolving. Yeah, that's plain. <laughs> it's one of the Pokemon. Is plain of whatever. Um, I'm sorry. I should have been. I should have been cool uh, with your, uh, your Pokemon talk. Your Pokemon talk. Yeah, it's okay. Um, 
So wait, <coughs> right before we got into this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there is something in this. There's but... something in this, but it's not oh. what you would call a traditional sketch. No, but like, I think that there could be a town whose claim to fame is the only town in Australia you can't get to by turning right. Like, you can't get to by turning left. Sure. It's the most left place in the yeah. in the country. Uh, the most right place in the country. Uh, no, you can get to right places. You can get right. right. Yeah, sure. How, like, what is the place that you could get, you couldn't get to? So let's say, wait, it's, okay, you go to the top. Mm. Let's say it's the top right corner. Mm. And then it bud, it's a little bud off the uh, top right corner. And there's mm. only one street that goes there. And there's not enough space to turn around. It seems like there'd have to be a one-way street mm. going past the town, right? Like, so the town is passed not by a... Um, not by like a, a, a traditional motorway, which mm-hmm. has you know cars going in both directions. It's the it's the town that's passed only by a one way street. Yeah. Right. So you can you, you, and if, that street loops around and then doesn't join up to the other one. It's another one way street that's like a single lane that yes. doesn't allow you to turn into the other one way yes. street. Bang. Yeah. Yeah. And then <laughs> and then so to to get there you've got to basically drive across the entire country and then get off again coming back in the other direction. <laughs> and then in the town there's all these <laughs> and in the town there's all these um there's all these like placards that are like people have said that you know if you only turn left it would be quicker but and if ever uh if ever that was to be implemented no one could get to our town. So it's like the yeah. claim to fame is very thin. Yeah, very thin <laughs> and based on, on this sort of analogy, this anecdote that I just came up with. It. <laughs> is it an anecdote? Is this but, theory yeah. or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, cool, man. <laughs> is, that a, is that a sketch? It's, yes! No, it's, I mean, it's no, so thin. No, it's so thin. It's it's wafer thin. It's like a wisp. It's like a wisp of gauze. Oh, I know? know. but it feels like, like you would see through it. Probably, if the light was behind it or something. This is what I thought when I was going to the bathroom before. Yeah. It's a film. It's not based on the movie How Stella Got Her Groove Back. Okay. But it's How Craig Got His Ring Back. Yep. I mean, I've got a title. Yeah, okay. And I feel like you can sort of, you know, it's it's almost like a dude where's my car kind of movie. You know, and that's, you've already got like, you've already got a plot. The guy lost his ring. You know, at some point he's lost his ring okay. and he gets his ring back. You don't yep. know what the exact definition of ring is? Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know? I don't know. I, you know, and I think, I think the ambiguity around ring yeah. could mean that maybe you don't really necessarily have a plot, right? Yeah. Like, like I think, um, you know. But that's only when, the, the when ti- you. The title of like the movie Saving Private Ryan, yeah. right? If you don't know what the word private means, mm. it would be arguable that you don't really know what the plot of the film yeah, exactly. Saving Private Riot is from the title. I don't think I knew what it meant. Right. Well, you're telling me that you have a plot for this film without knowing what the the one of the key words in the in the plot means. I know, but but you've already got a like the idea. So you still can there's still a plot to Saving Private Riot. I love that you had this thought <laughs> at the toilet. <laughs> Like, and to you, yeah. this is a fully formed thought. Well, I mean, yeah, because, like, within it, it contains a whole film. Sure. Because, look, Saving Private Ryan, even if you don't know that a private is a is a medical guy mm. or, or, no, I mean, is a military guy, <laughs> you could still know that someone is being saved called Ryan yeah. and he might just keep to himself. 
And that's yeah. a plot. Yeah, you know, okay. He's in trouble, possibly, because he keeps to himself. Right. And really, the film, until such a time as you see it and... Um, and 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 it sort of collapses the wa- waveform, the probability waveform of exactly what it is mm. that the word private means. Mm. It is a sort of a Schrodinger's plot type situation where it could have multiple plots. That's right, and uh, it probably does. And that's does. intriguing. It's got a lot of B stories. I guess every movie has multiple plots until you've seen it all the way to the end because anything yeah. could happen. But also within with um, when Craig got his ring back yeah. or how Craig got his <laughs> ring back. I mean, there's enough there for you to be, for your interest to be piqued. And I love that it's got nothing to do with the movie, how Stella got a groove back. Well, you don't know that. Oh, it might. It might. Yeah, it might. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I'm convinced. Yeah, you know. His... I and my studio are going to fully fund this production. Well, uh, I'm not saying that the pitch is complete. I'm just saying the title is complete <laughs> and all you need is now to write the film. Yeah. You know, so, how, you know, look, you don't know that the the ring is not like a ring of, you know, VHS things that he keeps in a ring, you know, like <laughs> like he keeps in a circle of all his favorite sort of early 2000s, late 90s, uh, all black cast films. Right. Yeah. So not the movie The Ring. No, no, no. No. I mean, but it could be that. Could that, be. That film could be in The Ring. <laughs> I'm just saying how Craig got his ring back. Yeah. That's a film. I yeah. bet you if there's any film producers listening right now, they're going, he's right. He's right. That's a film. I've, that, I've made things that have less plot. Now you're talking about, now you're talking about keeping, keeping VHS tapes in like a circle on the ground. Mm, like a bunt cake mold. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like the mold for a bunt cake. Yeah. Um, that, that occurs to me that that's probably the worst way you could possibly keep VHS tapes. Really? Yeah. yeah. On the ground. <laughs> so taking up... Why, do, why did you say on the ground? Space. Is that your... Isn't, isn't that what you said? I, a ring I, on the ground? He's I, keeping I, them in a circle on the ground? Well, I didn't necessarily just... think it was on the ground. I was picturing it was a box that was round, maybe where some... Something... A round box. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's still bad, right? Because yeah. that's not an efficient use of space, right? And, and, it and how many layers deep are the VHSs? Just one layer? It could be could it could be a one layer of you know many layers. Maybe he's got a, a a pylon in his in his house that he's hollowed out. Yeah, it's like a load bearing pylon <laughs> that he's hollowed out, and he's decided to store all his VHS tapes in there. Like 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 the just just the very idea of storing VHS tapes in a circle. Yeah, whether it's on the ground or not doesn't necessarily matter. Like a thing that is. The VHS itself, right, now mm. so redundant. Yeah. So so deeply and viscerally redundant. I mean, it'd still work if, nah. you, if you watched it. Nah, still it work. wouldn't. It yeah. wouldn't. It wouldn't. For our like for our modern purposes of what it means for something to work, it wouldn't meet any of our parameters, right? But but then to, to store it in such an inefficient way as yeah. to lay it out in a circle. But what if right, you could spin is, it? Is so willful. And bloody-minded that yeah. I love it. It's got a. It's beautiful. And I wonder how Craig got that ring of DVD uh, 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 VHS back. Yeah. <laughs> well, how did someone get it away in the first place? It seems yeah. like a complicated thing to remove. Because you wouldn't even be. I'm picturing it a big enough ring that you can't even carry it through a door. Mm. You know, so like to get it through a door, you've got to tip it. Mm, right to, on the side. And that means that all the VHSs fall out onto the ground. Well, I think as you know, I mean. It might have been in the last episode you came up with the idea of hollowing out part of the earth 
so that all that earth could mm. support itself like a like a full archway mm. like that. And I think that the same thing would be would work for the VHS tapes. Mm. You'd you'd put them on their side like a wheel, and you and they could sort roll of lock in. And they you, all lock in. Yeah, you right. could roll but it. But if up. you tip it even slightly more, they all fall. That's right. It's actually probably one of the best ways of traveling with VHS tapes because <laughs> it's the only way of traveling with VHS tapes in which the, the tapes themselves could be, become part of the car. Part of the form of transport. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I mean, we've got to find... If there's a company still making VHS tapes... Mm. <laughs> they got to be. They, they're probably at this point of being like, what could we... How can we get people to buy this? What if we tell them they could put them in the wheels of their car? <laughs> Buy a VHS tape. You can put it in the wheel of your car. car. <laughs> what do you think about that? Like, imagine a big tractor wheel like that. Yeah. You put them in there, and if you live at the top of a hill, right, you could put them all in there, and then you get in the wheel with the with the tapes, mm. and then you roll downhill down to your friend's mm-hmm. place who's got the VCR. <laughs> VCR, sure. And then you could watch. Yeah. How about this for a scene in a movie? Yeah. Right? It's a man goes up to a, a big tractor. He walks into the middle of a field. Mm. Right, he's alone. It's 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 the gold now. The sun is just setting. Right, light is on the um, stalks of wheat. Right, and he walks out into the middle of the field, and he's naked from the waist down. Right, what's he wearing up top? Uh, just a uh, a sort of a, fr- a frilly kind of like pirate shirt, like from that uh, Seinfeld <laughs> episode. Right, he's got a big knife in his hand. He walks mm. up to a big tractor. Right, and he plunges the knife into the wheel of the tractor. Mm. Right, and he pulls it down. Right, like does it that. blow up or is it like old? Uh, uh, it's it's like 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 like. Well, l- just listen and to okay, hear sorry. what happens. Right, sorry. so he plunges the knife in and he pulls it down like he's cutting open the belly of like a shark hanging up on a hook. Yeah. right by the side of the ocean. Right? Sounds like it doesn't it down, blow up. Right, like that, and then just all this blood comes out. Oh. Right out of the tire. Like that oozes down, it runs down his hand, stains his white puffy jacket, yeah, puffy, shirt. puffy shirt from yeah. Seinfeld, right? And then he cuts again across, right, in the opposite direction, and he makes like a T, and he peels it open, right? It's full of VHS tapes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of the film. <laughs> and the blood is the guy who had ridden it down the hill. No, 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 not necessarily. I mean, this is just like on a tractor but then it, in oh, the middle of a field. It's just begin- an interesting scenario. It's intriguing, isn't it? Don't it you op- want to know what happened? Absolutely. You open up the film with that. Yeah. And then later on, that's the wheel that you find out that Craig's got to get back. <laughs> the Craig was the ring. The wheel was the ring. Yeah, the wheel was the ring. a ring. Yeah, well, it's a ring of tapes. Yeah. I mean, oh. every wheel is a ring, man. Yeah. I don't think that's that wrong. Or wrong at all. Or ring. Or ring. Um, is there not, anything? Is there anything we can write down here? I don't know if there is. I mean, it's a whole lot of talking. Oh, man, it's so much talking. I'm a little bit tipsy. Yeah, great. Yeah. I'm so I have ha- had three beers. Well, two and a half. Yeah. I, and that is absolutely my limit for getting a little bit tipsy these days. Yeah. Well, that's good. Maybe it always was, but I'm certainly more aware of it now. Yeah. I'm, oh, just, I'm just always dehydrated now. Oh, I'm I'm can't I cannot get hydrated. Are we just beyond the ability of like? I don't think my body absorbs any liquid. It just passes it right through when I drink. Oh, gotta get this out of here. Yeah. Oh, what's all this water? Get it out. Get it out. Yeah. Oh, what? <laughs> oh, a foreign body mm. of water. Mm. Body of water. 
That's probably what it's thinking. Do you think your 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 immune system ever just attacks water and goes, oh, "I'm an idiot. That was just water." That would be it. That would be a story in like a a tabloid or something like mm. that, right? One of those ones that even feels worse than the regular mm. magazines, pulpy magazines, but mm. one that's like, "I'm allergic to water." And it's the story of a woman who's allergic to water. I think it would have to be a woman. I don't think you'd be interested in the story if it was a man who was yeah, allergic to water. That's true. And he, and and so she can only drink brine. That's right. Oh, <laughs> uh, and then she has dating troubles. Not yeah. you know, I mean, not because it's a woman. It's always about dating. Well, I think maybe the thing is she's married to a man who works maybe in like the public water department or, or something or like that. Or the tuna. Canning company. Tuna canning company. Yeah. Right, she met a man in the tuna. Because there's no water in brine. Yeah, well, there is. But once once you add... Anything to it. Yeah, and once you add anything to water, it's suddenly a solution now. Right. You know? And the body, you know, there's ions in there that mask it. Yeah? Yeah. You reckon? I think so. I think maybe it, the body wouldn't recognize water like if, there was, if there was salt in it. You think that the water would, that, 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 like the individual molecules, mm. right? There's a molecule of water there. Yeah. And there's like a membrane uh, of a cell there, yeah. right? And the cell sees the molecule of water, mm. but then it sees a molecule of like sodium, yeah. right? Iron, a sodium ion. Yeah. And it thinks, oh, there's no water here. You know, actually, this is a weird thing that I know this now, but. In the creation of life, yes, right, uh, the fatty acids mm. that make up the membrane of a cell, mm. they have they look like a lollipop in terms of their structure. Really, and the lollipop parts are love water, and the stem parts hate water. Really, yeah, and so it means that the lollipop parts kind of naturally come together and stick together and start creating a, a circle or a sphere mm. like that. And then all the lollipop stick bits kind of point Go inwards. inwards. Right, and that's how they trap in, like, you know, amino acids and RNA and things like that. And then so it naturally just starts to... But when there's salt present, mm. uh, that doesn't happen because the salt destroys those fatty acid things. But I think if there's amino acids present, then that the amino acids protect it. From the salt. From the salt. So I'm just. This is a real roller coaster. <laughs> this is yeah. This is I read this on the Atlantic. Yeah. But because the, they were going, well, this happens, and so this could have been the beginning of life, but it would have happened in a salty environment because it would have been in the ocean or whatever, and so that wouldn't be able to happen. But mm. in the presence of amino acids, it does happen, and then those amino acids get trapped in there, and then they're most likely, you know, because it creates a separate environment mm. from which. All, a bunch of chemicals can bang together and stuff like that and sort of Could life have started in fresh water, though? Or does it have to be in the oceans? I just, I'm not sure if Does everybody was, agree it was I'm, in the I'm ocean? just not sure back in those days whether or not there was... A distinction. Any, well, any fresh water. Because there might not have been any land. Really? Yeah, I'm not sure. Was there a period when there wasn't any land? There would have. There's always been land, surely. I'm not sure, because... But if things were still cooling off and it was still too hot... Yeah. Well, then uh, there wouldn't have been any water. Yeah, that's true. There wouldn't have been any ocean. I'm just not sure. Hot. I'm not sure. There might have been... There, but you, you might be right. There might have been a point at which the Earth was like... It, it, it had cooled down, right, mm. to the point where all the rock sort of subsides and then forms like a flat 
yeah. base, and then all the water spreads out evenly over that. And then the tectonic plates haven't started moving and raising and lowering sections mm. of the crust to create yeah. land above the water. And then when things were hot enough that there was too much water mm. and things were uh, water was covering everything, but not that was cool enough that everything was water, mm. but not so cool that everything was ice and sort of expanding yes. and creating. Yes. Yeah. We could be onto something here. Yeah, I think it's it. like 750 million years into the earth, the creation of the I earth. I guess we'll is just wait and see whether or not we get our Nobel Prize in 50 years' time. <laughs> well, I mean, I, right I am mostly just regurgitating things I no, said. No, 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 no. But there's got to be... But in 50 <laughs> years' time, there's going to be a Nobel Prize for regurgitation. Honestly, no one will have... No one... At a certain point, there won't be any new things to do That's in true. any fields of endeavour. And then... The Nobel Prize would mm. just be for who's the best at sort of doing a version of like, what it was. You know, when they start giving sort of, you know, uh, like uh, Golden Globes. Is it Golden Globe a music one? What's one of the music ones? The Grammys or the a Arias. Gram- yeah, a Grammy for the best cover song. Exactly. Then they must have to given some a cover. I'm sure, I mean, certainly, you know, Hottest 100, mm. you'd be getting, you'd be getting uh, mm-hmm. all sorts of covers on there. I'm sure Bob Dylan's won Grammys for albums of like covers of Frank Sinatra songs, or, or like even like he's old, doing now. you know, or like even older old folk songs that are like you know mm. been around mm. for a hundred and a bit years. Old folk songs, really old. Mm-hmm. Um, look, we don't have any second <laughs> sketch yet. So, lady, lady who who only drinks brine <laughs> is that? She's called Briny. Bryony, like the yeah. one of those Bryony. I was trying to. Yeah, I mean that works. That works. Fudge for me. over the for the gaps. What is there. the sketch with this lady? Allergic, She's allergic to water. Allergic to just pure water. Right. Um. Well. Well. She says she's allergic to water. Right. And then. And then. Like. And then she's like, "Well, I can, but I, you know, well, I can, so I have to drink salt water." Mm-hmm. And then they're like, "Well, there's still water in salt water." And she's like. Oh. Well, it still works. Well, then I just guess I just don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it tastes weird. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I can't. She just says that she can't. She can't. She can't be doing. I'm it. allergic. When you go, mm. I go like this. Ugh. Yeah. Is that a that's a reaction? Yeah. Yeah. Like I, who... I have a reaction. What's the reaction? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Oh, I don't think that's a, an allergy. What? <laughs> yes, it is. I, uh... A, a reaction's involuntary. I'm not doing that on purpose. I'm not going, blah, blah, I couldn't do that. You think that. I want to do that? Um, yeah. Andy, that's enough for me. That's enough for me. Especially in, in season, season two. Season two, the bar has been lowered. <laughs> <laughs> that's a season two idea. Yeah, you won't believe how low the bar is in season two of Two in the Think Tank. Um, Season two in the think tank. Alistair, yesterday, you tweeted a tweet that was like, no man has all three. Yeah. Two arms, three arms, four arms. Yeah. Got a couple of likes. Then I replied, well, I think a man who has four arms has all three. Yeah. And then you deleted the tweet. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Why did you delete the tweet? I couldn't. I've been, I delete a lot of tweets at the moment. Yeah. But also... I couldn't – I didn't understand your reply, 
but everybody loved it so much. <laughs> I was wondering if you were uncomfortable with the success of my reply. Well, look, and that was fine, but I think it was because I was like... Did you feel like you'd lost control of the tweet? I mean, obviously I'd lost some control of the tweet. Mm. But then also, I didn't think that your thing made sense. <laughs> And so I, you wouldn't let me have it. <laughs> and, and I just, and I didn't have it in me to argue with you in it. I go, I don't want to go, no, it doesn't. Because five, was it five or C, three or four? You said two and three and four. That's right, yeah. And you said four. But four doesn't contain two and three. Yes, it does. A man with forearms has two arms. But he doesn't also have three arms. Yes, he does. Well, I was picturing five. A man with five. four arms has three arms. Yeah, I was picturing five arms in that case. I thought in order to have both. <laughs> Andy, look, obviously now it makes sense when I see it. <laughs> but, but also... I mean, if that's the case, Alistair, then surely a man... Like, if I'd said a man with five arms does or a man with six arms, which I think would have been a lot funnier for me, right? Afterwards, I was like, I should have said a man with five arms does. Don't brood on it too much. I was just in a general feeling bad kind of mood. I was was also worried that somehow I'd made you feel bad. No, no, no. It was already... It was pre that. I... If I'm on Twitter, I'm feeling bad. Yeah, right. Because then you did a tweet where you said Twitter sucks, right? And I was like, oh... Alistair's had such a bad time, me doing this little response to his tweet. (laughs) I feel bad about even that tweet, and I I can't wait to delete it. You do such good tweets. Oh, I don't know if And I'm always liking them and retweeting them. Even your one about the two arms, three arms, four arms, when I saw it, I laughed out loud because I was like, this is so funny. And then it wasn't until later I was like, wait, but a man with four arms, and I thought, I'll just get involved. (laughs) Right? But then that made you feel bad. It didn't make me feel... I was already feeling bad. <sighs> didn't make you feel good, did it? No, but it's fine. <laughs> I was just not in a good place. I was at home, being unemployed. Yeah. And then and then losing control. <laughs> <laughs> I just did this one tweet, and I can't even stay in control of the narrative. It's already out of hand. <laughs> you in no way should feel bad. <laughs> Look, what about this? Yeah, right? please get involved in tweets. What about this? A new reaction for Twitter. A it new... couldn't. You just couldn't take over. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I meant. I meant it couldn't. I've had those. You know, I've had those posts on Facebook where you post a, 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 a you try to post something funny. Yeah. And then one of the comments underneath gets way more likes. Yeah. <laughs> I just could. It was just a day where I couldn't have that happen. <laughs> I was just, I was exhausted. <laughs> I was exhausted. And your tweet was outpacing. <laughs> and I was like, we're only like three likes away from this happening. And right now I can't, I can't deal with that. Yeah. And I'm sorry. I'm normally not like wow. that. And then you just, you just like, you just cut it off. I kill it. Yeah, you kill, kill it. it. <laughs> you salt the earth. <laughs> this Burn reply is not going to get shit now. No, 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 this is... <laughs> You know what? I'm deleting my Twitter account. I'm starting a new Twitter account. I do that almost weekly. I deactivate it. And then sometimes within 
five minutes, I've reactivated it. You fully deactivate your yeah. Twitter and then you can reactivate it and you don't lose anything? Oh, yeah. That was the cruelest trick that social media platforms ever pulled on us, right? Mm. Like that first time I deleted Facebook mm. and then it was like, but just so you know, your account will still always be here if you want to come back. I was like, yeah, fuck, you've got me. Yeah, you've got me yeah. because now it still exists. People, yeah. can still, people may yeah. even still be able to see it. Maybe not. I don't know if they can. I, I, mm, interesting. I wonder because I reckon I reckon the last thing Facebook would want mm. would be for you to like look at a friend list or something like that and see a bunch of them grayed out, like see mm. that people have left Twitter because yeah. that would be the worst. Oh, Facebook, that would be the worst thing mm. for them, knowing yeah, that the pe- you seeing that people aren't there. Yeah, so but, much of their power comes from the feeling that everyone is there. Yeah, I think they might just remove your name, like you. You know, you just can't be found for a bit, and they go, "Oh, I haven't been able to find you." And you go, yeah. oh, "I wonder what the." But then, of course, people—you don't even look for people you can't find on Facebook, right? Like, like unless you see people, unless people mm. are popping up, or at least they're responding to things, or other like that, you're just like, mm. "Oh, well, they don't exist." Yeah. You know, what about this? Right, mm. it's a new thing called not Facebook, right? Mm-hmm. And what all it is—it doesn't do—it doesn't have any functions, yeah. right? Except that you sign up, right, and your name is on there, right. And so, and then when people go there, they can mm. search and they can see that you're not on Facebook. See, that's nice. That would be a, a real bragging right. Exactly. Mm. Look me up on not Facebook. I'm not there. Oh, and maybe you can message people on there. Oh, as but well. imagine. Well, well, and maybe send them like photos and stuff. But what about people who are not on not Facebook? Ah, oh, there's a there's a thing. I've got a, I've, I've got just the thing for you. Yeah. Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> it's Facebook. Oh. Did you think? Did you think I thought you were going to say not not Facebook? I I was going to say that. Yeah. Yeah, and then I, I stopped myself. I think it was a really good decision. Thanks. Uh... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Um, um, is not Facebook a sketch? I guess so, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, in season, season two, two it baby. is. baby. <laughs> <laughs> And also, yeah. right, on season two, mm. we don't talk about sketches that ants would like, which, by the way, we haven't done for ages anyway. Yeah. On season two, we talk about sketches that season one, Al and Andy, would be disappointed in us for. Oh, yeah, yeah. good. I think that's good. That's you the think, new parameter. Do you think they'd be disappointed with any of the sketches so far? Not today? at all. Yeah. Oh, those guys wow. are good guys. Oh, wow. They're just trying to make it just like everybody else. I don't think you know those guys very well. No, not at all. Or maybe we should make them out to be really... Real really, assholes? Yeah, well, <laughs> oh, they would have shat on this. They would have killed somebody. Yeah, I like that, right? Because that proves that we're we're better than them. We're moving forward. In that we don't... We're not so negative yeah. anymore. We're more positive now. When mm. we took over the podcast from the guys who used to do it, mm. also known as Andy and Al. Yeah, Andy and Al won. Andy and Al won. Andy when we took over the podcast from then, we thought, we're going to do things a little differently. Yeah. And this is now a safe space. It shouldn't be all about sketches. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
That was a mistake. Yeah. That was a mistake for this podcast. And um, we're happy to take it in a different direction. Obviously, we're keeping the name and we're keeping the tagline, mm. the show where we come up with five sketch ideas. Yeah. Those have got a lot of cachet. Mm-hmm. Right? They go back almost to the beginning. To be, to be honest, it's, it's a, one of the main reasons people are here. Sure. But we're, we're slowly turning this ship around yes. by very quickly <laughs> not doing that anymore. <clears throat> Um, oh, that was something I was going to say. What about new milk? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Milk. <laughs> I mean, sure. It sounds so much like milk. But it's just the like... The N and the M, to, put, to make them sound so milk. similar, and then to put them next to each other in the alphabet it's, is it's, insane. It's actually double N. Double milk. N milk. Yeah, okay, great. Like that. So it looks like an M. It looks like an M, but with an extra line. But it's new milk and... Oh, lowercase. Lowercase N. Yeah. Yeah. And it's double, lowercase N. I know I've written this down without there being a sketch here, but you can't even get old milk anymore. Wow. So just overnight there's no milk? Yeah. There's probably been some bovine, some bovine flu or something like that has killed everything. Okay. Right? Um, but then the... The dairy farmers had brought in such tough laws stopping anything but milk coming from a cow mm. or a goat or whatever mm-hmm. being called milk that they realized they are now stuck. They're the people who have access to agriculture. They've got the means of production, right? But they've painted themselves into a corner and now they can't call anything but milk milk. So now... They're making some new thing. From they like, are. Even they have been caught up in their own thing. They're and now as- squeezing witchetty grubs, mm-hmm. right? And then adding like corn flour, mm. right? And then they just use grub juice and corn flour and they mix yeah. that together and it tastes just like milk. Pretty close. <laughs> pretty close. It tastes just like pretty close to the milk. milk. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a little bit powderier. Okay. Because of uh, the corn it's flour. It's a tiny bit grubbier as well. Yeah. It's got... But most people don't know what grub even tastes like. Exactly. So they're just like, I guess this is what milk is. But it's white and <laughs> it's pretty liquid. That's their slogan. Yeah. They get Michael Klim out. Mm-hmm. And they've started homogenizing it. Mm. So that makes, makes you feel... Yeah, they Good. they keep the, the the homogenizing. That's what I. That's what keeps me coming back to milk. It's the homogenization. <laughs> I don't want there to be any layers. I don't, even layers. Like, the flavor. I don't yeah. like the flavor of milk. But what I love is homogenization. And so I like we got it's milk all consistent all the way through. Double N ilk. Um, I just wrote something down right, which is riffing on your thing. Yeah. Right. So this says anything out of a cow. I just wrote on my hand. Mm. Right. So I like that the farmers yeah. in their zeal to try and. Um, uh, stop people who make soy milk or almond milk yeah. being allowed to call their products milk, mm-hmm. right? They, in their definition, mm. they they said that it has to come from a cow, mm-hmm. right? And uh, what they didn't specify is that it had to come from a cow's udder. And they left the loophole that technically now mm. anything you get from a cow, you're allowed to call milk. Yeah. Cow piss. Cow piss. Cow shit. Cow shit. Squeezing out the whatever's in the eyeballs of cows. I think in their tongues. That's all just, milk. If you just wring out their tongues. Yeah, and this is, and this and now, so in, in revenge, mm. right? The almond milk and the soy milk people start just getting any liquid they can out of a cow yeah. and calling that milk, and it trashes milk's brand. Oh yeah, that's great because the people are like, "What? I don't want milk. It's so oozy." Yeah. And- 
and slimy and mm. and p- it tastes like piss and shit and mm. eye and tongue liquid. This is gr- it's in the supermarkets everywhere, and you can't tell which is which. Which is which? Because <laughs> they are all called milk. Legally, they're allowed to call it that. Mm-hmm. Is that a sketch? I think that's that's really good. Yeah, yeah. great. <laughs> and that could be why milk was ruined. And mm. so, I mean, I don't know why. I don't know why they would then call it milk. Because try to mask <laughs> it as milk, and try to make it look like milk. Yeah. Well, maybe they maybe they've set up their printing presses for the labels in such a way that they're only look. really good for printing the letters I L K, and then something that looks a lot like an M, mm. like a sigma that's on its side. But mm. I want to go back to my point about mm. like why have they put the N and the M so close together in the You're alphabet? Right. Made them look so similar. Made them sound so similar. Right. It feels like. You know, there, there, that, 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 that is like some evolutionary. If the alphabet, mm-hmm. right? If the alphabet, instead of being an alphabet, yeah, is, um, is like, because you, you line up all the letters like that, right, along. Right? <coughs> if instead of that, they're like the the alphabet <coughs> is like uh, when you line up those mm. pictures of all the people evolving from an ape. Remember that? Like you got the person, the little ape. And then they're standing a bit more Do upright. You're asking me more... whether I know that image? Yeah, that image. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm trying to lay it out yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, with great. the audience, right? Yeah. But that, but like an alphabet, right? Yeah. The You can definitely see how the N evolved into an M, mm. right? You can't... You think the M, you think the, M uh, the N came first? Well, like at least chron- chronologically, you know, like, mm. like in the lineup there. If it is an equivalent image yeah. and I'm... I'm proposing that it is. Yeah, That's great. my thesis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? You can see the link there. That the evolution is there is clear. All the other ones are a bit a, a bit harder to to justify, yeah. probably. But um, no, I do see that. Yeah. Mm. I mean, in fact, I wonder if we, you know, we've rearranged the alphabet before, mm-hmm. right? You and I, mm. <laughs> we have. Uh, but I think we should rearrange. Uh, we rearrange it. Rearrange it to put it in alphabetical order because yep. we thought that it wasn't. But um, I think we should rearrange it in evolutionary order so yeah, okay. that it looks more like each... Because the H, mm. this is a thing that I'm very aware of, teaching my sons about the letters in the alphabet. Yeah. The H and the N are very similar. The U being like an upside-down N mm-hmm. is an issue. Yeah. The the con- confusion between the lowercase L and the uh, uppercase I yeah. is almost insurmountable. Yeah. Um, but, 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 yeah, I would like that, to... Because they're at an age where... You, you know, you're so focused on teaching them these letters that you forget to t- teach them about context. I have no interest in teaching my children about context. Yeah. Why, why would I fuck with context? Yeah, you're right. right. I'm details. Mm. Right. You're Mr. I, details. I will teach them each individual letter. I'm mm-hmm. not going to teach them what those letters sound like. You don't? That's not my problem. Uh, I've started doing a bit of this because Otis doesn't know the letters looking at him, so your, your kids are way ahead. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't know them. He knows some. But but I'm doing a lot more of this. Look at this. That's a T. So you're trying to teach him some kind of like useful language. I have no interest in that. What was the word you just taught him then? Toblerone. And by the way, that's the only word that I'm doing that for. I'm phonetically teaching my son the word Toblerone. (laughs) (laughs) 
Why do you think they're triangles like that? Why? That's exactly what I was about to ask. Mm. Why the people from the Toblerone? Why they got to be so like that? What? <laughs> what made them be like? We're going to do a different shape, mm. a different, a different extruded prism, three dimensional prism to everybody else. Mm. I guess the Rollo people did this; those little circular ones. Yeah. That's just Cadbury again, though. But Toblerone, they really pushed it out. And then they, they, there was that time mm. in which they made the gap between the the, the so things. big, so enormous chasms. Mm. Is is that erosion? Is that because of erosion? Yeah, I guess it could be tectonic plates. I guess what mm. created the things? Because I mean, it's supposed to be the 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 Swiss Alps. The, I think it's specifically the Matterhorn. The Matterhorn. Where's that? Yeah, in? that's in Switzerland. Okay. The Matterhorn. So that's that, it's that real triangular mountain they got. Mm. Right? And so it's just one mountain. It's not a range. I mean, there could be a whole range lined up behind it. Mm, that's true. I've only ever seen it from one angle. Yeah. Could we go back? Yeah. To Was the there something end. about? Just teaching your son the word Toblerone. <laughs> Is that a sketch? Well. No. Let's it, see. But, I mean, why? Yeah. Are you selling it as advertising to the company? Um, oh, that's really good. Mm. I mean, I mean, what? Uh, this is interesting, mm. right? Because, okay, brands, they want to market to us, mm-hmm. right? And you know what, who they want to market to more than us? Our kids. Yeah. Right? They love the idea of being able to market to our kids. Well, now you've got, that means you've actually got, you think you're powerless because of the power mm. of advertising, but actually you've got a lot of power. Mm-hmm. What if you tell those brands, well, actually, I'm only going to teach my kid to read your brand name yeah. if you pay me a certain amount of money. I'm a mm-hmm. gatekeeper here, mm-hmm. right? I can, I can, I can cut you off at the source. I mean, you can still market to them in every other way imaginable, sure. but when it comes to actually reading your brand name, you got to go through me. You want to get to my son, you got to go through me. What would it be worthwhile to you? Would it be free Toblerones, or would it be like ten oh, bucks? I'm taking free Toblerones. <laughs> <laughs> Because I love Toblerones. Because I can read the word Toblerone. And once I could read the word, they were in. They were in. I, I can't keep them out. I can't forget how to read Toblerone. So, like, let's say that you have to send them a video. Every time you send them a video of your kid saying Toblerone, mm. you know, maybe you put it on YouTube, mm. then they send you a Toblerone. <laughs> but I do like the idea that you're only going to teach him the word. Yeah. Right? It's not necessarily that he's saying the word. Sure. Right? Yeah. Like and you know and and I think eventually every word in the English language will be owned by a company, mm-hmm. right? Because you know when Coca Cola trademarked the word "enjoy," do you remember that? I didn't remember. I felt like that was a moment. Mm. In I, I was probably around seventeen, eighteen. Mm. I remember that being in the news, and I was like, "Oh wow!" So didn't we can't. You could do that. So we can't use that. If it's like we "enjoy," can't use that. No, you Andy can't Matthews. Use that. I think you can't use that if you're a brand. Yeah, but. Who's to stop them doing that more broadly? Well, could you say that Andy, Andy, Andy Matthews is a brand? Maybe. If you're, if you're doing, like, posters and things like that, just called Enjoy Andy Matthews. Yeah, I would probably be in trouble. Yeah? Well, I reckon. You should do it. Just to get, just to get I mean, Coca-Cola tr- offside. Just troll Coca-Cola. Trouble is, is like, you know, can be news. Yeah. That's right. great advertising for you. But I think at that point, mm. you know... The only power we'll have left is to not teach our children those words that are owned by those companies. Sure, yeah. So then you just 
um, I guess you could filter, you know, like an internet filter rather mm. than just having sort of R18 kind of content that you're filtering out. There's entire words that you could filter out mm. as well. That is a type of filtering, mm. isn't it? Just not, you know, and I wonder if there's other ways in which we can deprive our young of the ability to experience parts of reality. Well, I guess if companies sort of like start, uh, you know, a trademarking, say, certain vitamins, mm. you could be like, well, you, you know, my son's not getting any uh, He's not going to have any B12. vitamin C. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that feels like it might be making, making him more at uh, the mercy of that company. Mm. Um, <laughs> right. But but if they have a, if they've branded a certain colour, you know, yep. There's no reason to say that you couldn't give him glasses or him or her. I'm only saying him because I only have male children. Mm-hmm. And I only have a male child. Incorrect, right? But uh, you could give them glasses with some kind of a filter that stops them from seeing that colour. Sure. Right? And then, you know, uh, Cad- uh, Cadbury, they've tra- trademarked that purple colour mm-hmm. for the wrapper of their chocolates. They want to unlock the ability to see that colour in my child. they got to pay me $700 a month. Sure. All right. All right. Because I control that mind. And I'm not a bad parent. I'm a good parent. <sighs> trying to make a bit of money on the side. Mm-hmm. Okay. And my kid could easily buy $700 worth of Cadbury a month. That's what makes it worth worth their while. You don't know. Because there are I some kids who, people, especially with chocolate, people go crazy for it. Mm-hmm. $700 is low. And he could. You know? And he might run one of those charity things. Your son. Selling the charity chocolates, or yeah, is he running buy, like UNICEF yeah, or something he, like, like that? Yeah, he buys them in bulk to sell them to charity to, to yeah. you know upsell them. Oh <clears throat> wow, yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder if there is that as a job, right? That like it's a sort of a meta charity mm-hmm. that you buy instead of buying those little boxes of those charity chocolates. Mm. What you do is you have a truck mm. full of boxes of charity chocolates. Mm-hmm. Or maybe even a truck full of trucks. I'm not sure yet. Yeah, no, we and don't you know. drive it around to different charity sort of offices. Truck carts. Like, yeah. You know, that are kind of like small, you know, like go-karts, but they're like trucks. Mm. You know, so they're like ones that are close to the ground. I've got to tell you, my boys would love this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you sit close to the ground, but you got a big, you got a big sort of, mm-hmm. you know, load. Of, you know, maybe it's, maybe it's like five foot high mm-hmm. of just space that you could put boxes of chocolates in there so good yeah. right and i drive a truck full of those around and i stop outside various charity headquarters quarters mm-hmm. and i go in and i say you want to buy a truck full of charity chocolates for charity yeah right and they're a charity they can't say no because they know what it's like to be a charity mm-hmm. and, and, and i'm get... raising money <clears throat> for so, like some uber charity like uber uber it's for uber <laughs> yeah i think yeah. that's uh yeah and that works Charity, that works within the... Uh, charity box, chocolate box. I'm not sure if that's a sketch. Is this a sketch? No, you don't think that's a sketch? Yeah, that's a sketch. The Alistair, in the scheme of the other things we've written down, that is such a well-formed idea. Small truck. You know what's crazy? Oh. That, like, remember when you were a kid, the only thing that you really wanted was to have one of those little electric cars that other kids got to drive around in. Mm, yeah, I that really wanted that. genuinely the best thing that you could possibly have. Mm. And then when you become an elderly person and you're infirm, you get one of those electric wheelchairs, it's the best. which is basically that. Mm. But nobody treats that like it's a great thing. And I think it's because they don't make those w- 
elderly mobility scooters look enough like a little car. Yeah, like a little Jeep or something. Like a little yeah. Jeep or a little Mercedes or yeah. something like that. They make them look like its own thing. Yeah, no. Like it's made for old people. <laughs> yeah, make it look like a little car. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a real problem. Yeah, I think you're right. I'd be so excited about growing up. Mm. I would... I would love a little electric car that I could drive around in right now. Whenever I see those people in those mm. ele- little electric ca- cars at the airport, I'm like, God, you're lucky. the coolest guy here. Yeah. You must get all the girls. It's like a little, um, one of those, uh, like a four-wheel dirt bike, one of mm. those ones. If you could have that for yeah, around. Yeah, quad bike. Quad bike. Yeah. If you had that for around the, you know, just around the streets. But, you know, one that looks like a quad bike. It's just a. It doesn't just... look like a quad bike. Well, it could. No, it doesn't. Why? Because it's got to look like a little car. I know, but but if it looked like a quad bike, that's for people who love quad bikes. Yeah, right. But those I mean, tip over and break your neck. Well, not with these new roll cages they're oh, going to be putting in. Okay. Um, but what about you know one that looks like that's a little why everyone bus? Everyone loves golf carts so much, by yeah. the way, because they're basically an adult version of those little electric cars. Mm. Where do we lose sight of the joy in an electric wheelchair? Could we have some that look like little planes? Yes. I think if had one <laughs> looks like a fighter jet. You know, and grandpa's getting around. Great grandpa, probably at this point. <laughs> probably, we're at all this, living so long. At this point, my grandmother's aunt just died. <laughs> Alistair, that's the most. If that's impossible, Wait. what you're describing to me is madness. Yeah, my grandmother's aunt just died. I mean, I guess that's the equivalent of just a great grandmother, right? Which is a thing mm. that we know. Conceptually, must exist, but I don't I, know of anyone. I met my great grandparents. Really? Yeah, I met my um. Yeah, I met my great grandfather, my great grandma. But when I was like, I would have been like seven, and they were ninety something. Yeah, right. Like my great grandparents, I think they barely made it out of like the horse and cart era. That's where I feel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when wow. I see pictures of them. They're so black and white. Yeah. You know, some photos don't look so black and white. Mm. These are the most black and white photos like you've ever seen. Before they invented smiling. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. That was the real innovation in photography. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, we, we had the ability to get an image on a photo for, for hundreds of years. We, no one thought of telling people to smile. Yeah. Look nice. Yeah. Look like you haven't always been sad. Yeah. Those but we don't know. Ones. They might have been. They might have always been sad. Yeah. They probably were. Yeah. yeah. My great grandfather and great grandma seemed happy though. Did they? One was a poet. He was a bush poet. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Is this why you're so good at imitating the tone of bush poetry? I like. I, I improvise bush poetry. Yeah. I went out to the shed today and saw myself a snake. I grabbed it by the tail and put it in my little bucket. And that's the way I found out that I'm the guy with two underage children who don't know how to drink. It's perfect. Um, He was a bush poet. Have you got any of his bush poetry? Somewhere. you got to send me some. Yeah? Yeah, I'll I'll take some photos and see. Yeah, I'll, I'll, re- I'll read it and see. You've never read it, have you? Oh, I've, I've browsed, I've, I've flipped nah, through, I've gone, wow, there's a lot of these. <laughs> <laughs> I've sort of felt you know, the quantity. Yeah. I'm aware of that. Um, hey, we should do um, words from a listener. Oh, yeah. We've written down so <clears throat> much garbage today. Uh, we have words from a listener. This listener is 
Who is this? Have you ever heard of this guy? Tyler Ferrer. Nah, never heard of him. No, okay. Never would. Don't well, know what you're talking about. <clears throat> well, uh, thank you for listening, Tyler Ferrer. Whoever and, you are. And for being a Patreon supporter, supporting by sending at least $3, which allows you to send in three. Tyler, we love you and we know who you are. Just want you to know, we were, we were messing before. I always think that he's Ryan Ferrer, the brother of Tyler mm. Ferrer. The re- he's the real Ferrer For to me. For me, he's the only Ferrer. <laughs> Tyler's brother. Yeah. Um, all right. Ready for the three words? Yes. Concealed. Yeah, okay. Carry. Mm-hmm. Mortgage. Now, mm. I know you wear your mortgage on your sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and uh, and the troubles that come with that. I think the idea of an open carry mortgage, mm-hmm. right, which is basically... You walk around every day and you have sort of an LED display mm-hmm. on your chest which displays exactly the size of your mortgage. Yeah. But right? That'd be amazing because then people who are actually richer mm. would have bigger mortgages yes. because they might have loads of investment properties. Sure. And so they would be like almost like look at the burden that's on me like it's a badge of honor. Oh, badge of honor, or, or or maybe it would make people have more sympathy for them. When I crashed my car recently, mm. um, I was kind of hoping the guy would who had a. I crashed into a guy with a very nice car, mm. and very. He was very well dressed and had nice shoes. He was a lovely guy, one of the nicest people I've ever met. I was really happy to have crashed into. Definitely him. the nicest person you've ever crashed into. Definitely, um, but. But I was kind of hoping, like, oh, maybe he'll take pity on me in some way and give me some money somehow. <laughs> Is that too much to ask? No. I mean, it sounds like the beginning of a movie. It could be. How Andy maybe got his ring of me. money back. Correct. I keep all my money in a, a ring. ring. <laughs> um, but uh, maybe if instead of, like... You know, at the moment, we the, the only real system we have going is the L plates and the P plates, which tell you if you're a learner or a provisional mm-hmm. driver here in Australia, right, yep. when you're just starting out. But we should also have another thing, which is the display that shows the size of your mortgage. Mm-hmm. Right, and then if you crash into somebody, they look at you, they look at the size of your mortgage, they look at the quality of your car, and they see that you're clearly a poor cunt, mm-hmm. right? And then they give you money instead of... Um, making you pay $650 excess, which then Alistair uses the Patreon money to pay for you for. So that really you get to crash your car for free, and then when you get it back from the Body Works place, they've washed it as well. It's like you got a free car wash. Mm-hmm. Alistair. Mm-hmm. It's nice. Thanks for paying for that car wash no problem. that I got. No problem. My car is still a wreck. Yeah. And now it also doesn't have an airbag in there while I wait for this this. Your car is crumbling from the inside and the outside. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I wait to nothing. Just take that whole else. airbag situation. Yeah. That couldn't have gone worse for them. That Takata company that mm. makes those airbags, they can't still be solvent, right? They mm. must have gone to the wall hard and then the airbag burst out and, <laughs> and filled their face with with shrapnel. With shrapnel. Um so but is there is is this a sketch you just wear the thing on your front? How, well, how does that affect people in this world? Mm. Mm. Well, I mean, what it gives us insight... Uh, yeah, it's hard. I mean, it, it, given that it's just a single data point, mm. it's not enough to really form an opinion about anybody, is it? Yeah. Right? Cause, because, you know, people might have a big mortgage, but if they've got lots and lots of money, then that's not a problem. But yeah. if they don't have lots of money, then they would have a, you know, th- th- then then having a big mortgage, you would look at them and you would think, oh, 
that must be a real struggle. Mm. Or you might think, oh, what an idiot. They've got themselves into this situation. Why would they do that? Yeah. Just rent. So maybe you need to have your your bank balance, mm-hmm. your cumulative bank balance. So the whole thing is on the front. Just a single number, right? Can't we, you know, at the moment, at the bottom of my bank balance, it tells me just like one total number, which tells tells me how much I'm in credit or in debt. Mm-hmm. And given my mortgage, I'm significantly in debt, mm-hmm. right? So they could, it could just be that, so that they know your overall Yeah, but maybe this should status. be a little, There should be a, a number there for cash flow. You know, because you don't know how much money's because if they've coming got twelve, in, going out, yeah. they've got twelve. You know, uh, investment properties. That means they're probably getting like twenty five thousand dollars a month mm. of money coming in. So then suddenly, this two million or six million, and they're negatively million. gearing, so they're better off. Mm-hmm. Maybe this could be a new erogenous zone. Okay, okay. and. Not in that it's necessarily sensitive when you touch it, although maybe it could be. Mm-hmm. But it's just another thing that we can hide. Mm-hmm. You know, like we hide the, the breasts, the nipples. The, and the mortgage. And, and, the, and the genitalia. Maybe sort of somewhere, maybe in the middle of the back, mm. where there's, that space feels like it needs development, right? Mm. There's nothing going on there at the moment. There's, that's where we put the mortgage quantity well, maybe or the, the cash flow state. Well, maybe that's what we're discovering here, Andy, is that most of the things that we hide currently on our body are things that if you touch them they sexually arise Mm. arouse you Mm. so that being said if people touched the amount of mortgage that you have and how many incoming and outgoings you have i posit that that would make you sexually aroused well i think if it was something that was people normally didn't see Right? People so don't people normally do, see. And it. people don't normally know about your your financial state. You're exactly right, Alistair. Mm. But then that's another thing that you can reveal to people on a first date. Well, no, maybe not the first date if you're not up for that kind mm-hmm. of quick commitment. Yeah. Whatever point you're ready to start undressing in front of somebody, at some point you reveal your financial state to them. So it's right? like a date. And, that, and, and I think the fact that that's normally concealed and the feeling of having that exposed, having it touched, having them in contact with your deepest mm-hmm. financial secrets... Mm-hmm. Right, would give it a frisson, whether or not you know it's traditionally well, erotic. I'm going to show you all the bits that you don't normally see. Mm. Right, and then it's the third date; they're getting back. Right, and at first you get out your nipples. Mm. Right, and they kiss them. Mm. Right. Oh. Yeah, and then you get out your butt. <laughs> <laughs> and they kiss your and butt, they, and they squeeze it a bit. Okay. And you're like, sure. ooh, like that. And then you get out an iPad and it's yeah. open to your net bank. Net bank. And they lick the screen and you're oh. going, oh. And the, and the, the tongue, I, want, I guess you can scroll with your tongue. It oh, scrolls, yeah. it scrolls up and down. up and down. You see all the cash flow. Yeah, yeah. You, you can get into their sort of their, you know, like their, their share portfolio and mm. different things like that. And you go, oh, I never normally let people mm. do that. Like that, and then you basically don't even make it to full penetration mm. because that's such a sensitive thing for you. Sensitive, sensitive information. Sensitive. That's what makes it so sensitive. Oh, then you show them your passwords. This would be great. Yeah, and then you're so sensitive. It's actually, oh, you're touching too much. Ah, it's too hard. But mm. then, because then it would just be too sensitive. I don't know. Is this sensitive? Yeah, I think, like- I think, I think, I think, Alistair, this is the new erotic, right? 
we've we've transcended because we have transcended our physical form, right? I'm now no longer just me. I'm also my phone. I'm also my laptop, mm-hmm. right? I've I've extended my being out into my peripheral devices, and so now why shouldn't I get those things involved in any kind of form play situation that I find myself in? Exactly, because I mean we just need. Because first of all, we're not using our foreplay enough. Mm. So, and we need we need another reason to get our phones out. Yes. <laughs> while there's intercourse happening. Yes. So, we're not just doing, you know, Instagram stories. And <laughs> all right. Oh, sorry, I was yawning then, but That's I was okay. enjoying the conversation. It's okay. I was just suggesting that we were Instagram storying all our intercourse. Yeah. You didn't get Sorry, the, the really yawn. Really. No, you weren't really yawning. You, you said that you were enjoying it, but then you lied to me. Fuck. Yeah. That's I do okay. like your tweets, though. Mm. Thanks, Andy. I wish you would never delete Thanks, them. And I, and I like your replies, and I apologize. I was just not in a good place. No, oh, it's okay. No, it's, I, look, it wasn't okay. Well, just call me next time. Yeah? Yeah. Oh. Okay, here's our sketches for today. Unnecessary plural... Uh, pluralization discussions it's a guy who comes in for saving times in mm. the workplace and he says this is where most of it's happening and mm. we're just going to add S's um, lady who's allergic to water she thinks it's <laughs> <laughs> great um, then we got not Facebook it's a place where you can go just so people know you're not on Facebook mm. then we got Nilk yep then we got anything out of a cow could be milk. That's right. Well, that's a that's a badly worded legal decision mm-hmm. as a result of the the dairy farmers versus almond milk people. Mm-hmm. Then we got blocking kids from learning Toblerone and okay. any kind of companies and things like that. And you, it's like anti it's anti advertising. Mm. And so then you could see if you could monetize that. You're creating a, an advertising vacuum mm-hmm. that you could monetize. Well, your kid is a consumer, right? Mm-hmm. You know what they say: if you don't, if if they're not charging you anything for a service, you're not the customer; you're the product, mm-hmm. right? They're harvesting your data. They're marketing to you in some way, right? You know, there's no such thing as a free lunch. No. And then if they want the product, which is your child, mm-hmm. who will eventually one day grow to be a beautiful blossoming consumer mm-hmm. in the capitalist system, right? They want to get that. Well, you've got to hold something back. That's right. You know? And they got to make it worth your while. Yeah. Uh, and then we got small truck of chocolates to sell to charities. Mm. That's the most sketch one. That is. And, and then, I think the listeners <clears throat> will agree. Mm-hmm. And then we have the new erotic sensitive the the sensitive data erogenous zone <laughs> i mean it's no lady allergic to water she thinks yeah you're right <laughs> season 2 baby Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Um, it means the world. Absolute world. We have there is no world without this for Correct. us. Um, 
since we stopped work, Alistair, I haven't mm. been seeing you as much. Yeah. And it's just a, it's just so nice to, it's a joy. to be able to do this with we you. Live, we live states apart now. States. States of mind as well. And states of mind apart. And um, But I will be seeing you tomorrow for breakfast. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> but apart from that. Yeah. But there's going to be a lot of people to... and we will we'll mostly be, you know, managing the thousands of children that you have. Correct. And my one boy who apparently mm. was so such a jerk today that my wife did not recognize him. Oh, really? Yeah. Just like... Just, just being kind of just, you know, not... Just barriers between just being mean and you know just a bit of a jerk and and just not listening that kind of stuff anyway this is, could be off pod yeah okay take care of yourselves everybody well this could be bonus content we we'll start a new Patreon tier where we tell you how difficult it has been with our children yeah. recently I've got some stories yeah great yeah alright is this um, something you're interested in <laughs> <laughs> and would pay for in order to uh, make up for the fact we're not working we love, love you. you. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.